0: Good morning and welcome. I have to say that because that's in my notes. (laughs) And a special welcome to those on Zoom. You know who you are. My name is Ali and I'm a primary school teacher. So I apologize if I'm bossy or if I get... Are we still on? Yep. Um, We're going to have some friends reading us verses uh, in a short while. Uh, This talk is called Praying in the Spirit. And it's part of the series we're doing on the Holy Spirit, which we've been doing for several weeks. Um, So if you've missed any, you can always catch them up on YouTube. So in this talk, we're going to cover what praying in the Holy Spirit is, what the Holy Spirit does and how he helps us, and how important it is to know God's character. We've heard a lot about God's character this morning. What I would like you to go away with, is more of a hunger to know God and to be excited about what God can do. So, why do you come to church? Is it because you've always come? Is it because the coffee's good? Is it because you've got friends who come? Whatever the reason, I hope at least part of it is it because you want to go deeper in knowing Jesus. Over the past couple of months, we've focused on the Holy Spirit. But to get to know Jesus more, we get, we get to know and understand the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to us. The Holy Spirit is just as much God as the Father and Jesus. He is the spirit of the living God. The three are one. It's so important to know the character of God. God. His faithfulness, His goodness, His justice, His mercy, His holiness, His grace. So that when we come to Him in prayer, we can come boldly, knowing that we can trust Him, as Maz said earlier in that word. So, what is praying in the Spirit? It's prayer which takes its life and power from the Holy Spirit. It's not a skill or a talent that you develop. It's a relationship with God. It's where God moves in our hearts and directs our praying, like blowing air on a smouldering fire with bellows. Or somebody said it was like a breath of fresh air from heaven. It can be praying in tongues, as Brenton covered a few weeks ago. It's when the Holy Spirit inspires guides energizes and sustains us it's also like rain in the desert thank you toby in this picture this is a picture of a desert in chile in south america and very occasionally there's an el nino event and it causes rain to come into the desert and what that does Is it wakes up all the dormant seeds and bulbs and causes them to germinate, so you get this glorious display in a desert. Recently, my prayer life was a bit like a desert, it was very dry, it didn't seem to be going anywhere. I'd like to say that when I prayed, it changed instantly, but it didn't. It took a while of seeking God and asking for more of His Spirit. We're going to have a verse from Romans now, from Alex. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Thank you. you. As I said, I'm a primary teacher, and so we get people to join in. But it's okay. There's no papier-mâché. I won't be getting you to make the Taj Mahal out of empty toilet roll holders. You don't even need to leave your seat. It's okay. So what I'd like you to do, when I say, so what does the Spirit do? From that verse... I would like you to help with the spirit helps us in our weakness. So shall we give it a go? So what does the spirit do? The spirit helps us in our weakness. Brilliant. I sometimes feel weak and helpless in the face of the world's problems, and I feel weak in myself in praying, because I forget to pray, or I pray for selfish reasons, or I just lose concentration and think. What, we have having for tea? My two best prayers are, Oh God, help. And, Oh God, save me from myself. Because it's often my thoughts and reactions that get me into trouble. However, in our weakness, he is strong. Our natural desire, when we recognise our weakness, is try to get stronger and become self-sufficient. But our weakness is actually a doorway in to the resources of God. When we recognize and accept our weakness, new paths can open up. Now, that's not easy, especially in a world that celebrates people who are strong and self-sufficient. But it shows that praying in the Spirit is for everybody because we're all weak most of the time, really. So... What does the Spirit do, though? Helps us in our weakness. Yeah, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. So how does the Holy Spirit help us? The word help here is the same word that Martha uses when she's complaining that her sister isn't helping her to do the chores in the Bible. It means to take hold of but also together with and instead of, which is a bit of a contradiction. But the Holy Spirit intervenes in our weakness together with us. Incredibly, it's a partnership. And he does it instead of us as well because he does what we can't. He makes up for what we lack. We're going to have a photo on the screen. This is a lovely picture of a father and a child doing the gardening. They're doing it together in partnership, but the father's taking all the weight. That's like us and God. It's a partnership with us and God, but he's taking all the weight. The next part of the verse says, we don't know what to pray for. Now we might think, of course we know what to pray for. There's a need, I'll just pray that God will meet it. And that's fine. But God sees the big picture. He sees all our hearts, all circumstances. He knows the future. So perhaps there's something bigger that God wants to achieve than just what's immediately obvious to us. When I was moving to Cockmouth, I prayed for a, um, a little house on the estate I am now, um, a one and a half bedroomed house, but they all sold before my, house, my other house sold. So I thought, all right, okay, must be something else. And then um, lockdown came and the girls came home. And a little bit later, I bought a three bedroom house on that estate. And the girls have been with me for four years since then (laughs) so God knew what we needed even when I was praying for a smaller house so the next time you're praying why not just pause and think ask God is there a bigger picture is there more to this than just the obvious what can I pray One of my most favorite verses is Ephesians 3.20. He is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Now, I can imagine quite a lot, but as we've said, he knows the big picture. He knows all our hearts. And he knows what's best for us, as we've heard already this morning. So let's be open and think big. This is almighty God we are praying to. He spoke light and life into the world in just four words. Let there be light. So, next time we pray, let's pray greedy prayers. I don't mean selfish prayers, but let's ask for more, expect more, ask for visions and revelation. What have we got to lose? In a second, we're going to have a film clip from a film called National Treasure. Um, It's about um, the goodies who find a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence in America, and then the baddies who are also after the treasure, and they go through a number of adventures, and we get to the point here, sorry, spoiler alert, they've actually found the treasure... um, So that's the point we're at now. Uh, Look out for the oil and the role that the oil plays in the film. If you're watching that on YouTube, you'll just get the stills of the film, but you'll get the gist. So the treasure in the film that they received was more than they could imagine. Immeasurably more. That's what God can do. Immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. And the oil... Illuminated what was there already, but they hadn't seen it. And isn't that just what the Holy Spirit does? He illuminates what's there already, but we haven't seen it. So let's ask. So, what does the Spirit do? The next part of our passage is verse 27. It says. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So, how do we know what God's will is? Do we just say, your will be done? After all, that's what it says in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done. I think there's two parts to the answers of this. Sometimes we just don't know what the answer is to a situation and we can be desperate as we heard earlier but when I was preparing this I felt it was really important that we grasp that I grasp that God sees our hearts when we're praying as much if not more than he hears the words that we're saying I think he sees our hearts if we're desperate for a situation that's he really sees that And he honours that. It says in the Romans verse that the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Which suggests there are feelings so deep that they can't be expressed by human language. But the Spirit is praying them for us and in us. Which is a very comforting thought when you're faced with a dire situation. However, the second part of the answer really is that there are several verses that say we can know and understand what God's will is. I'm just going to put them up on the screen. We're not going to read them. So if God is saying that in his word, we can know and understand his will, let's take time to pause, press in, and ask God to show us his will for a situation. It's important to say that his will is always in line with the scriptures because that's his word which shows his character. I've already said that he is faithful and good, just, merciful, holy, and full of grace. But his character is like a mega diamond full of facets. So he's also righteous, wise, unchanging, great, and as we sang earlier, unchangeable, unshakable, unstoppable. And as his word is his character, it's really powerful to pray the scriptures. If you want to know God's character more, one thing I did when I was younger was I took the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, and I went through and looked at everything that Jesus said and everything that he did and, and thought, what is that showing about his character so I ended up with a great big list and that was really helpful to me to see the facets of that diamond that I was saying about if you the other thing you can do is the oldies are the goodies this is a very good book about God's character, Andrew Wilson incomparable so it's worth reading and rereading. reading anybody can borrow it if they want so what does the spirit do? Right, Maz, if you want to bring yours up. Praying in the spirit is not just some airy-fairy activity. We also need to persevere. One of the parables Jesus told about us, about persevering, comes directly after the Lord's prayer. So that would suggest it's quite important to me. The story is of somebody who gets a visitor at midnight. And they haven't got enough food in to feed them. So they go to a neighbor and knock on the door. But the neighbor is a right grump and won't give them anything. But Jesus said, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. I love that phrase, shameless audacity. Audacious means being willing to take surprisingly bold risks. Are we taking bold risks with our praying? This is our heavenly father who longs to give good gifts to his children. Let's make the most of that. As Tony prayed for us before, sometimes we're on a long journey for something in prayer. But God can help us to walk in the dark as we're waiting for those answers. In fact, there's a couple of promises that he he gives to us. I will give you the treasures of darkness, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. It's a really good idea to pray back his promises to him. Pray God's promises back to God. Not because he's forgotten them, but because we need reminding of who he is and what he has done. So what can help us when prayer is tough? I find it so much easier praying with other people than on my own. So if you look on the screen, there's some of the organized prayer meetings in the church. But there's also house groups where we can pray and prayer pairs and triplets. If that is on your heart to pray with somebody, to get a group or get find somebody to pray with, don't hold back from doing that. That's hugely valuable. However, when we're praying together, we're all on a learning journey. Sometimes when we're praying, something might come to mind that's total nonsense. And it, But God knows, as we've said, everything about everybody and what's going on. So sometimes we might need to step out a little bit and take a few risks. Once somebody was praying for me, and what they prayed didn't make any sense to them. But actually, to me, it was deeply meaningful and 10 years on is still very valuable that they stepped out and took that risk. Pete Gregg has a very good test. If something comes to mind to pray for somebody, is it affirming? Is it biblical? Is it Christ like? ABC, so it's easy to remember. So to finish off this morning, I have a little story. Um, we, I was once took my children and Patrick and Alison's daughter Katie to St B's beach and we're playing on the beach Katie was about 14 and my children were younger and Katie said do you mind if I go for a swim now I knew Katie was a strong swimmer but I'm not a strong swimmer and, but there was plenty of people on the beach we weren't near the rocks so I thought yeah that's fine off you go Katie so she went off she went she went a bit out a bit and she went out a bit more she went out a bit more I thought it's okay Ali we'd love plenty of people she's a strong swimmer we're not near the rocks she went out some more she went out some more and I'm like oh, I don't like it but she's a strong swimmer so she went out some more and out some more and in the end I said Katie Katie come back and she stood up and it was up to her thighs So, have we, in prayer, begun to dip our toes into the water with praying in the Spirit? Are we playing in the shallows? Wherever we are, there's more. So let's be intentional. Ask God to take us deeper. It says in Philippians, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. So, what have we said this morning? It's important to know God's character, that He can do more than we can ask or imagine, that we can come with shameless audacity, that we sometimes need to take a little bit of a risk. But what does the Spirit do? So, this week, have a think. What's one thing we can do to deepen our prayer lives? Is it to find out more about God's character? Is it to join one of those prayer meetings? Is it to find somebody to pray with? Is it to pray the scriptures? So I'd like now to pray for us all. And afterwards, when the band come up, I'm going to ask people, if you feel like your prayer life is dry, like I was talking about before like the desert if you feel like that and you would like some prayer I've got some people who are going to come to the front that you can come to for prayer so could we all stand and I'll just pray for everybody Lord thank you that you help us in our weakness thank you that you are with us never will you leave us never will you forsake us Thank you that you are good and you give the Holy Spirit to those who ask you. Thank you that we can go deeper with you. Like the passage in Ezekiel, where the water flows from the temple, we can go ankle deep. We can go knee deep. We can go waist deep. We can swim. Help us, Lord, in our weakness. Help us to go deeper with you. And Lord, we ask these things, not just for us. Lord, we ask these things for all those we come into contact with. Lord, we ask from our praying that you will bring eternal consequences. In your name we ask it. Amen.